Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Stop giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo has a performer. Mm, the Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Canada's Drag, Drag Race Season 4. So let's raise a glass a and start spilling the GNT. Like we hope that you had an amazing Christmas. Yeah. And we know that you're looking for your next dose of Drag Race and we are here. I'm sure it's all you could think about yeah. during the festive Ooh. period. Yeah, you're yeah, here Christmas, but I need another podcast. <laughs> I need, need to hear what the Tom thinks. I need to hear what Bolo thinks. Here is your belated Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? What was that corny thing that we kept saying from Kung Fu Panda? Um, yesterday, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not corny. It's really philosophical, actually, Stop but it. go ahead, please. Uh, yesterday is history. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is a mystery, oh, oh. but today is a is a gift. Oh, and that's why we call it the present. Ah, ah. <laughs> ah. I've been texting that to people just Salmon to skin roll, <laughs> just to like you know give people a bit of philosophical yeah. advice. And they're like, "I just told you my dog died. <laughs> How it, was today a gift?" You can answer <laughs> any Could- any question any query any problem yeah. with that piece of philosophical advice I hey think. what do you have to, what are you up to tomorrow your mm. response is wow talking about tomorrow <laughs> because actually yesterday is history history and tomorrow it's a mystery it's a mystery yeah <laughs> but but today gosh so let's focus on today yeah. thank you yeah because yeah. it's a gift it's that's a gift. why we call it the present yeah in case you didn't know <laughs> I had a great Christmas A lot of eating A lot of drinking And mm-hmm. that hasn't stopped There's a period Isn't there There's a period At the end of the year Between Christmas And New Year's Where it's just A free for all You As everyone's in this Amazing slumber <laughs> Of just being Drunk Slash Constantly full it's, And you're allowed yeah. to And I think wow. This is that time of the year Where we all do it You've, you've got to enjoy yourself Haven't you And it's, it's a time Of Um yeah, you know, hopefully a bit of sharing and togetherness. Mm. Not not everybody has that, obviously, but hopefully there's a bit of of light in everybody's lives out yeah. there. Mm. Now, you all know how this happens. We watch the episode live. Mm. So you're experiencing us watching and responding real time, live. You're welcome. <laughs> It's a bit corny, nice, but cocky. We need to stop. We need to stop telling Sometimes people. Sometimes I listen back and I think, okay, yeah, okay, we, we're pushing this yeah. a bit far now. We're pushing this a bit far. So what we do is we, you know, you know how it goes. We watch it live. Mm. We respond um, with our our first instincts, really. And we, if any topics that come up that we want to discuss, we we pursue that as a conversation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And when it comes to the performances and the challenges, you know, I obviously will give my opinion, mm-hmm. but we. We both come from, and this is this is very genuine. I hope from both of our ends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's from a place of love and respect, you know. Rue does say in that episode, "I'm not going to say you're sure, not for some goddamn, you know, TV <laughs> I'm show. I'm not going to steer you wrong, not, not for, for no goddamn, goddamn TV, TV show. show." And we know exactly she's lying through her teeth, <laughs> girl. Who are you kidding? She has steered many a girl wrong oh. for that goddamn TV show, or <laughs> yeah. for that, especially with the Emmy started coming. She started steering them all the way around. She's like, right, who can I push to their emotional limit yeah. next? Um, but you get to hear what we think and what we feel and experience in real time. So without further ado, 
It's a rusical this week. Here we are, the rusical episode. I'm hoping we've, we've just heard them announce what the challenge is. It's mm-hmm. a rusical. Now, there are in Drag Race two types of rusicals, isn't there? There's the rusical where it's an actual rusical where they sing and dance and perform like you do in the musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of on that same. I'm sorry, I'm just almost died there, the way. everyone. <laughs> um, on that same level, there is live live singing, and you know, in uh, inverted commas, I, I because think they record it earlier and the, then they lip sync to themselves. But it's their, vo- their voice. There's a third tier where they lip sync to another voice artist's vocals. Yeah. So we've discussed this before. This kind of like a three tier system. We don't know where it's going to be this episode. Looking back at previous seasons of Canada's Drag Race, mm. season two, we had Under the Big Top. Oh, which wow. Had some great performances, but was basically chaos personified. It was chaos, but... Not chaos, the queen from season three. No. Who recently revealed that she briefly dated Isis, by the way. But it did not go well. Mm. Anyway, that's the reunion thing. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, sorry, off topic. Um, it it was entertaining, and there was some good. Who, who stood out in that one for you? Who who looms in your memory? Um, who else? The only one that looms in anyone's memory from that room is, right is, is Eve Six Thousand. I gotta trip up my sleeve. Um, I didn't see it coming. Didn't see it. <laughs> the way her wig fell off, and she picked it up. Just to take it off again? With a straight face. With a straight face. Yeah. Oh, my. And then the... It was... I mean, Eve stole the show. She really did. Inadvertently, but she really, really did. I mean, outside of, like, high camp, um, I really enjoyed Kendall. Uh, Cynthia was a great singer. Yeah. Geometric was very charis- charismatic. Basically, the Brat Pack were really good in it. And Pythia. Pythia came oh, as Oh, Pythia clown. won, actually. Yeah, Pythia she won for her a really good job there. Her, her like, freaky clown performance. But there, were, there was a lot of mess that mm. went on in that. But first of all, they did sing live. Live. I don't know if it was pre-recorded. They had microphones. But, mm. Oh, Tom, please. Madonna. She wears <laughs> microphones on her don't tours. And don't even begin to. <laughs> Yeah, just because they were in a mic, Tom, doesn't mean that they're singing live. Okay, Britney Spears, for example. I've seen Britney live and she was like a fantastic drag performance where I knew that she was lip syncing, but I loved every second. Um, But there was was so much chaos, you're right, chaos there with... OC, I mean, the three clowns, we had Ocean and we had... Who was the other two? Suki and Adrienne. That was just... Wow. I, I remember thinking, what is going on here? And then what there is was going on? Isis and Stephanie, who just really struggled to stay in sync. Uh, well, I, <laughs> was there a bit more than that? I don't believe that Stephanie was out of sync. I think it was Isis. I think I remember you saying that at the time. And um, it, I mean, Everything's been overshadowed by the star and goddess power that is Eve 6000. <laughs> if you ask anyone uh-huh, about uh-huh. that rusical, mm-hmm. the only name that comes up, and rightfully so, mm-hmm. is Eve 6000. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, who actually did well in that performance, I do remember Kendall Gender being such a real big character, strong mm-hmm. character who owned who owned who she was and that who, who owned the stage yeah. she had presence you know what she was the best singer but 
She didn't tell us that she didn't know. She, she convinced me that maybe I don't know what singing should sound like because she, sound because she was so confident. Yeah, yeah. Her yeah. her face was always on point. Her movements, her energy. She was such a great performer. Great stage. And presence. then we had was a Cynthia Kiss who was girl could sing. She really could. The girl could sing. A, a, a Kimura Moore had, had a great part as the Bianca del Bianca del Rio esque part, but she did it really well. She really sold it. Mm. It was quite a high point for Kimura that I, I think actually, but. Pythia was fab in her character too. Absolutely really good. High camp, very good face. Very, it was, mm. yeah. So, so these are the characters that for me live in my mind is, you know, who, who did really well. But it was overshadowed by the beautiful chaos that was the three clowns, <laughs> the two duos that was Isis and Stephanie. And, and Eve. And Eve. They were just like six chaotic superstars who just <laughs> stole the show now they also had the rusical uh last season for camera they did. didn't they they had that vacation one which it's actually I... pronounced vacation vacation if you ask, if you ask jada, said, jada shader hudson it's, it's vacation. vacation i don't know if that's like a canadian accent we thing need a or vacation what. need a vacation from my vacation <laughs> I really enjoyed the singing. I think Ocean was a good singer in there. The I'll tell you what was homophobic about that episode <laughs> is the way that they treated Irma Gerd. Oh, I remember being outraged. They mm. have. She should have won that episode, but she went. Am I right? She went home. She did. I remember really breaking it down. You know. I, you know, given your background, I, you were really, really helpful in helping me like think about the performances, thinking about kind of like the elements of musical theatre and their importance. I remember you emphasising what a good actress Emma Gerd was in it. Um, yeah. What else do you remember? I remember her being a very bloody good singer. Like yeah. she was actually good singer, not someone that was, you know, someone that can hold a note. She was... She was coming with a vibrato. She was coming with a voice control. She was coming with a falsetto. She was coming mm -hmm. with a belt. Like, she was a good singer. I can't believe that they found a way to send her own that, that, that episode. It was weird. It, it was, was weird to me. It was weird to it me. It was weird to me. I didn't I didn't enjoy the judging that week. I really enjoyed Irma. And there was that lovely little ballad part that she sung about the, what a beautiful la 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 la. But my five, la la la, never felt so alone. I really enjoyed her. I also enjoyed um, Jada Shade. I thought she was. I think she was great. In I that. think that yeah. the cast that episode was great. I, think I agree. It was a very solid musical. Um, it was hard to pick bottoms, but Irma should not have been anywhere near it. Irma should no. Um, so that they, one was definitely they recorded their vocals and lip sync to them, mm. which is you know middle tier. Um, but overall, a great musical that one. Yeah. And so they've just uh, explained this episode for our queens of season four. Mm -hmm. They're going to be doing a Drag's True Riches musical of Brooklyn Heights and her illustrious career. Oh, yes, yes. Brooklyn is doing so bloody well. She really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is killing the game. Yeah. A judge. Now they've got something... I mean, now they've got a musical of her. I, I think that she is doing amazing... Is and she, I think that she deserves her flowers. Is she the first international judge to get a musical? I, I I mean... Or the first Rue girl, let's say, to get a musical. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. That's... that's. I mean, I, I love the audacity of it, by the way. I love that she's like, right, it's season four of the branch of the franchise that I'm judging. We're going to have a musical on my life. Um, and if we don't, I'm leaving. Uh, 
I mean, I love her. I, I, love, I love the audacity of it. It's calm. I love what's happening with her. Yeah. Now, has anything happened in the workroom? They've come back. They've, you know, we've just said goodbye to two queens last oh, yes. week. Killing Caboodle and Amy on Chanel in that three-way mm. lip sync. Kiki has survived. She's won. She's here. But now, that, is that her second or third time she's been in the bottom? Well... She's only lip synced once because she was saved twice mm. uh, from the bottom. Not, you know, because of the system that we've had uh, this season. Because um, Melinda saved her once and Aurora saved her once, didn't she? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was her first time actually lip syncing for her life. I got to say last week, I, I felt the judging was overall fair. I really can't argue with the end result. Um, however, I'm really sad to see... Amy Onse and Kitten go. Kitten, we named her as a potential top three queen at the beginning. And sure, she had a couple of episodes which um, didn't play to her strengths, I think. But she still felt like a presence and a threat in the competition. And, and Amy was just like a magnetic, gorgeous presence. She was she was the sass. She was. She was. She was the sass of the season. She was the audacity she was. of the season. And I, it is sad to see her go. She I put mean, the N in C-U-N-T. She was nerve. We're not going to come for my dress right now. Well, I am coming for your dress. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Save Melinda. <laughs> she was she so good. She has so many iconic lines mm. in the series. I mean... Her legacy will live on. Yeah, she gives some great sound bites. And we love it to bits. Awesome. So, uh, before we get awesome. into the before, awesome. awesome. Oh wow! Like totally <laughs> freaked me out. I mean, right on. <laughs> the Torres, you're our number one. <laughs> Ten points if you know that uh, song or where that where that movie is. Now, just getting onto this. Now we um, we're just about to watch the Mexi stage performance of Rags. Drag Riches. Oh, wow. But before that, let's discuss what we've seen in the workroom yeah. and the rehearsals mm. and kind of what we think or who we think are going to do well. Right off the bat, Tom, mm-hmm. who do you think is going to do well this week? Um, so I guess I'm trying to think about, you know, the different elements like stage presence, but also being able to sing and dance, however it's going to be. Um, or I guess like Aurora. I've got high hopes for Aurora can do all these things. Just side note, we've seen the rehearsals. Yep. There was no singing. There was no, you know, vocals put down. There was it was only choreography. So I have a feeling this is going to be another, you know, season fifteen of Drag or Race. Or fourteen. Or fourteen. Mulan Rusical. It's lip syncing to another other professional artist. artists. Okay. Um which makes me sad if that's the case. Because for Canada, like, mm. Canada so far has been live or their own vocals. And for me, part of the magic of a musical is live vocals. I feel like this cast has the skills to do this, to, to do live or at least pre-recorded vocals, you know? It, there we go. Yeah. But the thing is, with musicals, it really helps to be a good singer. I mean, mm-hmm. Of course it will. It's a musical, it's music, it's song. But there are some times where 
when you act through singing, yep. you act through the song, mm-hmm. acting through the music, that can also be a great thing. And, you know, there are so many examples out there that we can think of where you don't have to be the best singer, uh-huh. but if you perform through it and, you know, can hold somewhat of a rhythm mm-hmm. or, a, or a tune, then you'll do well. And you are, I mean, Kendall Jenner, for example. She, yeah, we were talking she, about her just earlier. When you perform through the through sound, uh-huh. it can really help. Yes, I mean, definitely. acting comes number one for yes. me. It's acting and then singing and then dancing. That, for me, is the hierarchy of what's important in a musical. I'm trying to think who else. I guess, like, um, Venus can, like, project emotion and comedy quite well, I think. Uh, and when it comes to dancing, obviously Nira. But as you said, that may not be at the top of the hierarchy. Can she bring the other elements? We'll see. Yeah. What about who do you think? I think because, in my opinion, you have to be a bit extra. Um, you have to do, you know, you have to be theatrical. Uh-huh. There's only one person that comes to mind. It's yeah. Melinda. Mother Melinda. Melinda um, is is going to do well. Yeah, yeah, she will. She, you know, because she tries hard, but she also projects. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. is a projector. Oh, my Lord, she is. And she'll tell you that, you know what? And she'll <laughs> she'll preview it because um, she'll audition for <laughs> yes. you. First of all, our queen, Mother Melinda, <laughs> not only made other girls in her own group, episode one or two, not only did yeah, she make yeah. them audition for the place, she here, when choosing the parts, says, okay, well, let's have an audition yeah. off. She loves you know, an audition. She's what can gonna, we say? I don't, she's not going to leave it to chance. She's the queen of auditions. <laughs> she, she's going she, to earn her spot. I think she's mm-hmm. a big believer of someone who, for I think in her life, she's had to prove. Every, she's never, yeah, ever been yeah. given. And this, for a POC person, I yeah. think it's so big. You have to earn for, You have to earn everything that you get. I think that's a really shrewd observation. Yeah, you're never ever gonna be, mm. you know, naturally fa- favored just because you are who you are. I think she had to earn every single thing that she's got. So I feel that's why she's so big on you have to prove yourself to me, or I have to prove myself to you. So when she had an audition off, when I tell you <laughs> that this is the best audition I have seen on Drag Race for a role, this wow. is she she. She's not jo- she's not joking, bitch. <laughs> she was not playing around. She was giving you lines. She was giving you twirls. She was giving you high kicks. Is she this... was giving you a real audition. Like I was just like, damn, girl. Is this beyond even Rosé versus Denali? This is more than that. Oh, wow. She, she gave Rose more. Rosé spun like three times during that audition. Yeah, she was spinning most of the season. <laughs> Rosé. She swirls and twirls, girl. She swirls and twirls. Swirls and twirls. That's all I need to hear. So while we're on there, they all had to choose their parts yep. of, of which era, which part of um Brooklyn's career they're uh-huh. going to play. So we got Melinda who auditioned for the Orange New. Mm-hmm. And then we have Sugar Bone Fairy, which is a ballet heavy part. Yep. I would have thought that this would be something that anyone would avoid because with ballet, yes. with other types of dance and genres, 
in dance genres, mm-hmm. you can add a bit of your own flavor uh-huh. to make it your own. You know, with jazz, you can, but with jazz, you know, jazz was about attitudes, about improv, it's about lines, it's about being sharp, mm. but you can add yourself to it and it can still be correct. Yeah. With ballet, ballet there it's black and white it Mm -hmm. really is it is right or wrong your lines are right or they're wrong it's it's you're at you're at this position or you're out your arms are there or you're wrong you know Mm -hmm. there's a very precise way of dancing ballet and people practice years and years and years and you know some of them still get it wrong and the alignment it's all about alignment so if you don't have that muscle memory in you where your body knows exactly where it should be, mm-hmm. you have no business doing ballet. It's period. It's formal training, isn't it? Yeah. But Aurora very bravely takes on that role. She's yeah. one of our best dancers in the cut. Uh, but would- she does actually reveal when she's speaking to Brooklyn that she doesn't have any formal training, which amazes me. I would have stared her right away from there. I would, there's a mm. pop dance diva moment of brooklyn's era i would have thought i would have auditioned for that i would have auditioned for that part do you know what interests me and the the dynamics here is that nira seems to be taking like a real backseat in terms of actually speaking up about what she wants she ends up with the pop star role which is perfect for her i think but she says to brooke that she didn't want to be typecast so why didn't she because she could have argued anything because she's such a good performer right she could have argued for the ballet part even as a dancer, yeah. I would have avoided the ballet part. So do you think she just... Okay, so it was probably quite smart of her not to go for that. No, because first of all, they would have had high... The judges would have had higher expectations mm. because you had a background da- a background in dance. They would have expected her to get the positions and the alignment and, you know, all, everything right. Yeah. More so than if someone else who didn't have the training... So I, there would have been hard, and I think she knew that. Okay, if, had she taken on that role, so I, 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 I would have thought to do the pop dance diva part, but then also at the same time for Nera, I would have thought maybe if she had to choose another role, it would have been for me the opera role because I know that you can dance the house down. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to see you. Park and bark. But Nira kind of um, criticizes Kiki and Venus because they decide to play against type a little. Um, Well, at least Kiki is because she says that she's more of a park and bark kind of girl. So she goes for the cabaret role. Venus going for the opera role interests me because based on what we've seen of Venus so far, she's not exactly playing against type because that's the lip sync that she did last week very emotional quite static if i was venus i would have not done the opera if i was venus i would have shown okay i can do something else Mm -hmm. actually now that we're talking about it if i was if if i was nira i actually would have fought for the cabaret because Mm. a lot of the performances that she's done has been freestyle and it's been lovely it's been she's been showing me that she can do improv but i would have liked to see her perform in a structured genre. Okay, yeah. I would have loved to see her do a bit of, you know, fossey, a bit of line, yes. a bit of jazz uh-huh. to, to contrast the improv that she... I mean, she's been... It was amazing last week. I yeah, know she's yeah, going to be yeah. amazing this week in pop. Mm. 
But I would have loved to see all of that talent in a mm. more structured genre of dance. I see where you're coming from. I, I agree with you that that would have been a good opportunity for her to, to show really some show. range yeah. while playing to her strengths. Exactly. Yeah, so okay. I, I would okay. Have to do. I'm really happy that Kiki got the cabaret role because i am I too i think she, it'll suit her i think that we have seen her really give emotion already so it's good that she did this venus i'm a bit disappointed that she didn't go for a bit more of a mm. performance with not just your face but your body yeah. I, I would have loved to see venus do a bit more of that denim well obviously melinda is actually the first to get in there and audition for the role she's like denim it kind of feels like she ended up with gospel and doesn't feel that thrilled with it. However, I'm glad for her that she didn't do what they described as a kind of musical theatre ingenue kind of one, because I think it's stepping away from the campy clown persona that is very, she's shown us so far. And I'm interested to see her do something a bit more perhaps conventionally glamorous, something a bit different. She's doing gospel. The gospel, in terms of energy, mm. is not that far from clown. In the, in the sense that clown is about breaking free. Yeah, gospel is also about breaking free and giving yeah. into the sound and giving into the to the music. And mm. you know, it's a vibe. Yeah. So they're just different vibes, but they are. But for me, they're the same kind of genre in the sense that they just need to give in to the music a different way okay so okay I, i'm not worried about denim for this part i'm not worried about her I, I i'm glad for her that she didn't get what she originally wanted actually denim yeah. has already showcased to me that she's a great performer and great dancer mm-hmm. um what she's also shown to me is that choreography is not her thing we did comment in the girl group challenge that solo she was great in but the group in shots the, in the ensemble yeah, yeah yeah so she does struggle there yeah but that's what i think so far so yeah we got madam we got venus doing opera we got kiki doing cabaret near enough doing a pop star you know slash hip-hop jazz we got sugar bum theory by aurora which is very you know, very technical. It's brave of her. She's very brave. She's very brave. She's very brave. We got Melinda doing the ingenue. Mm-hmm. And even though they were showcasing that Melinda had to do a bit of ballet in her number, mm-hmm. because she's playing the young kid learning ballet, mm-hmm. I think there is and there should be more forgiveness for Melinda uh-huh, uh-huh. in her role as the ingenue because right. she's not perfected it. She's learning. She's coming into ballet. I see, I see So yeah. I think it would be quite cute, actually, <laughs> if she doesn't do that ballet correctly yeah. or, you know, technically, you know, sound because it's the young one. Yes. It's, it's her growing into it. So there is... There should be forgiveness and the lack of technique there. Because we've seen the rehearsals with Hollywood Jade, haven't we? Um, Are we going to weave that into our... Yeah. When we we actually see the actual rhythmical. I think we can. I think we can. Yeah. We've just seen the maxi stage rusical performance mm-hmm. of our queens. Well done. Well done. <laughs> brava, brava. Brava, brava. <laughs> I want to go through it queen by queen, okay, starting okay. from, you know, who we see yeah. as it unfolded. And that their first queen was Melinda. Melinda was the ingenue. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you very much for opening because she set, for me, she set the, the vibe. She set the musical mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Great music theatre acting, good face, yeah. great expressions, yeah. great, great acting through mm-hmm. the song. 
um the energy was there her dancing was good her movement yeah. was good i didn't see any mistakes nothing and there were the ballet parts that she had but it was so endearing to see you know because it was yeah. the younger the younger one and it was for me the vibe of that song was about I'm going to be something great. I'm mm-hmm. going to be something amazing. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to be good. It was the Disney heroine at the beginning of exactly. her movie. Yeah. So yeah. what did you think about Melinda? I don't have much swad, really. I, th- I thought she was great. I think you've said everything I was thinking. Mm. Um, I thought she acted well. She danced well and opened really beautifully. I mean, she did a double pirouette, which is good. And it wasn't technically sound, but... As I said before, because this is the young, Mm -hmm, learning, mm -hmm. you know, exploring uh, Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. I didn't mind it. I actually thought that that would have, if this was an actual musical and someone was playing that part, I would have, as the director, I would have thought that they would have got someone, even if they were a trained dancer, Make it raw. Mm. Make it a bit more. I'm just learning so that when we do meet the evolved, trained version of the character, yeah, there is a big um, difference. They found it. They're more secure, and the lines are there. I think that Melinda did a great job. So, brava, claps, claps all around. Très bien, très bien. Next up, we have Aurora. Now, Aurora's playing the professional dancer, mm-hmm. ballet queen, Brooklyn era. Yes. Um, let's see, what, what did you think? Well, we had this kind of Swan Lake segment, and definitely there was a lot of really challenging choreo in that that to my untrained eye, I thought Aurora did a really good job with. I could tell that it was really challenging. Um one thing that's not Aurora's fault, and it's probably just me, maybe other people, I, I like enjoyed it. I had a hard time. I kind of get what they were going for with like the ballet and then like these comedic saucy bits. With There wasn't much like lip syncing or vocal acting for her to do. She just had to do these groans. Um, I wish she'd had more to work with there. That's not Aurora's fault at all. But from what I could tell, I really admired the job that she did with the dancing because I could tell it was tough. Mm. Yeah. I thought this was going to be purely dancing, you know, purely ballet performance. And when we have to compare it to another episode or another musical, what Mm -hmm. comes to mind is season four. Five. Alyssa. Alyssa Edwards. Mm-hmm. You know, Alyssa Edwards, and they had that ballet performance there. The difference was. Same music, actually. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's what kind of took yeah, me it there. Yeah, Swan Lake, wasn't the it? The difference was Alyssa was trained. And not only was she trained, she was um, a, a teacher in it. So her lines were great. Her acting was great and you know it's, it's kind yeah. of unfair to make uh, and for me to make that comparison because yeah we heard aurora's never taken a dance class but one thing that they did to add the you know to, to kind of break away from it being purely ballet like it was for Alyssa, mm. is they added in that comedic Oh, oh no. It's very share like very share. It's like share arrived. Um, so they added that in, and I almost felt like that gave Aurora a chance to not be so perfect, if that mm. makes sense. It, okay. It added a comedy element to the ballet. 
Um, so she was, it was, a, she was a ballerina that was sexy but also funny, and it was like there was so it was like hmm. it was a big job for Aurora to yeah, do definitely. all of that. Yeah, and so even if she didn't nail the technique of ballet, I think that the uh, the comedy of it added or gave us the permission to not. She didn't have to be okay. as perfection as we would want her professional ballet dancer mm. to be. And then she had to play the sexy. And I think that she did find the music theater in it with the expressions and the, the characterizations, uh, characterization, characterizations in her face mm. and the way that she moved. So she found that good blend of it. Um, technically, the dance wasn't there. But, you know, well, this isn't dancing. This isn't dancing with the stars. This, is, this isn't so you think you can dance and yeah, there's a drag queen on a show doing this yeah so for what she did and for who she is and, and what this program is i think she did a great job yeah yeah you know it's not technically sound no but it fulfilled the brief excellent i mean they can't expect <laughs> they can't expect them to be ballet dancers no, none of us are expecting that mm. none of us are expecting that so we have kiki doing the cabaret section uh-huh. next i you know well, for what i came look let me break it down her face was good. She walked in. She was in character. Uh-huh. She had attitude. She had face. She had her flavor. I loved her. Mm-hmm. I loved the acting. I loved the attitude. I loved the sass. She got me into jazz. Yeah. Now, there are little, little, when I say little, it's very, very minute things. Okay. For example, the, we saw the hat fell off. And then there was a reaction yeah. shot to Tracy. I know. They were very deliberate with that. Now, there was, there's two things. I'm in two minds about that. Putting a loose hat mm-hmm. on a performer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they're doing this kind of dance for for the I, I think the choreographer could have taken that off or if that was the case, I think that the choreography should have been and it would have been very Liza. It would have been very mm-hmm. jazz and cabaret for the choreography to have one hand on the head, on the hat, to keep it in place. Yeah. So I think that that could have been incorporated with a loose hat on a wig mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. But then second of all, what she could have done is when it fell off, she should have reacted to it and made it a part of her act. Yeah. But you must draw more attention to a mistake or a prop mistake by ignoring it and just hoping you didn't see it kind of mm. it kind of makes you as a viewer feel a bit like oh something went wrong mm, but if you one. if you play to it it could have you know it could have maybe minimized that feeling yeah little things like in her small transitions to movements she forgets that she's performing and she just focuses on that next movement or sequence to Mm -hmm. try and get it right for example like when she's grabbing something from someone she doesn't stay in character and perform it she she almost you can almost see her thinking out loud and she almost semi stops performing for that little moment but i think they showed a close-up of this you, you know you have you kind of yeah. force to see it she kind of like semi missed the kick but she she recovered from all of these things very well yeah 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 um i i think i think she did a great but i think she was an amazing performer she did the dance correctly she did she did it well i i really like the commitment to like the crunchy hair and makeup <laughs> i thought that was really funny um 
that was a deliberate choice. Okay. Yeah, because her mug is usually flawless and her mm-hmm. hair is usually flawless. And um, they were talking about it earlier, you know, that that was part of the characterization. And I think it's even in the lyrics there. So that that was pretty funny. But yeah, I agree with you. I loved the character that she brought. Um, and yet there might have been bits that weren't 100% perfect, but I had fun with her. Now, Nira was next. Mm. And she, in my opinion just won the episode i'm sorry <laughs> very very i don't good. need to see more she won this episode she was excellent she was amazing mm. and i mean this is what she does she is a, a dancer performer she very lucky there was no singing although maybe she's a great singer as well i don't know but she Talking ate back to the girl groups she ate yeah near eight she was, she was amazing really, really fab i thought the reveal was particularly flawless how did they not all fight for this position, this part? How did Because I don't. Only, the only other one who could have done this was Aurora. Aurora, why didn't you fight for this? This was amazing. This was this would have been the role to go for. Well, Aurora would have done this justice as well, but Nira did a fab job. The good thing about what I loved the most about this performance, I know she can dance and all of that, but this is the most face I've seen her yeah. give, and. That was for me. I think last week it was. That's what I was saying. Is like I just wish she gave a bit more face, mm-hmm. or maybe if I didn't say it, I was thinking it. This week she gave more face, more character in that face. She had a good opportunity with like the, the Celine Dion part. Yes, as well. yeah, the crowning bit. Yeah, so that, that was all really really good. I also have to give her props for also the way she finished when she walked off. She did the she did what Brooklyn does. Yeah, the hair shake, the ruffle, and then that walk. It was like she studied Brooklyn really she did i think you're right amazing yeah. nira wow i mean yeah there was a little nugget there in the um in the lyrics as well though where brooke admits that what happened with vanji was a showman's Show- yeah, well, she used the phrase showman's well she didn't that's not her singing i don't even know if brooklyn got a say in the she's songs. doing the voiceovers in between Mm-hmm. So she was fully aware of what was being put out there to the world, I think. So, if you say so. What did you think about Nira? There's nothing to add. I just thought she was fab. She, she was really, really a high point so far. So then we were followed by the lovely Venus who yes. had the Madame Butterfly opera. Mm-hmm. Did Brooklyn do opera? I Is think she a singer? They've, they've done a thing with this musical where they've clearly done like a deliberate genre hopping, haven't they? mm Okay. And I think they just wanted a genre that conveyed a lot of dramatic emotion, Work. I think. Work. Um, do you want to go first with how did you feel I with thought Venus? She, she gave it her all. Um, there was a lot of... I mean, this is a very acting-y uh, bit, <laughs> to use the technical language. Yeah. It's a very acting-y bit. Um, I, I, again, I do come back to kind of like, I wish she'd given us... Or chosen a role that had shown a bit more of a range for her as compared to what she did last week. However, I thought she did a really good job. I thought that um, she conveyed the drama really well and found some really funny little comedic moments in there as well. Um, so I was I was pleased with what Venus did. Yes. Now, you know, we did see her do this last week. We also, I think, the reason that we don't also remember that she 
performed that lip sync against Aurora or Nera, that one where she wore the chilling outfit. The reason I don't really think about that one as much mm-hmm. is because she was just so outshined. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, she, I, don't, I don't remember that much, but I do remember her ballad performance because it was the first time we'd seen it. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it's a very Park and Bach. She chose that song. Do you remember? She, she did, was the yeah. one who did it. And then she gave us the emotion in the face. Now, having just seen this performance here of Venus doing an opera ballad again, I do wish that she her and Kiki didn't swap or she would have fought for something a bit different Mm. because I feel like I've just seen this. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's my only reservation, really. I mean, another side of me is saying, Bob Bolo, we just saw... uh, we just saw Nira do mm-hmm. this last week as well. Yeah, but yeah, but, you hypocrite. Yeah, but then um, but then there's where's the consistency, Bello? There's the difference between that is that there you can't a parking bark is not someone doing splits, turns, swirls, uh, cartwheels. You can't say that it was all one thing. Mm. That's a different sort of performance. But when you're just standing there and giving face mm-hmm. and emotion. That's different. Yeah, yeah. It's as it, it's you know you can't make that comparison. Mm-hmm. I have just seen this from Venus, and I I I feel like I wish I had a bit. More. She did a good job, but I've seen it. I know you know what I just saw it last week. Yeah, and I, yeah, I I think she should have really challenged herself to show us a bit more because i think she can i hope she i hope she can yeah yeah but this was a bit this this was a bit safe um but Mm. if i was to look at her performance here it was good she she knows how to give face i mean she was birthed by kendall gender she was (laughs) she was birthed by kendall if there's one thing that they that family will give you is face she will mug you the house down yes you know she'll she'll do do that uh i wish I wish she could have shown us a bit more variety in the the way that she emotes. I uh, I think that because it's music theatre and it's drama, there were certain ways that she was scurrying on stage. That mm-hmm. was just I think Scurry, that yeah. It, yeah, like she was running back and going <laughs> going left to right. I think rodent. that the movements could have been a bit more like. Uh, and then like bigger okay, like dramatic the, the drama, drama and the way she went back it could have like if, that's, mm. if that is your only movement on stage yeah then I think it could have been a bit more dramatic and theatrical and, and also yeah. a bit more flowy with that with a gown with the you know when you think of mm. someone in a big dress and they're going left and swinging right and then running towards you there is still a a grace a, a very an urgency grace and, and it kind of it's 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 just I wish there so was that could a bit have been played up in the bit where she was running away from the EVs. Yeah, she did. Uh, that's just what I want. That's just yeah. me. That's just what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's just your opinion. That's just my opinion. Now we have been finished off. God, that's it. They came off wrong. We've been finished off. We finished off with Denim, <laughs> who's got gospel. Denim concludes the performance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and to conclude the musical, we have Denim. Denim is playing Brooklyn Heights today in the gospel uh, genre. Denim did a good job. Denim, I agree. Denim is really a good, good performer. Yeah, you know, 
this was like the best uh, like face and comedic acting I think I've got from Denim so far. And I really, really enjoyed her performance. I thought she was really good. I think Denim gives good face. She gives good energy. Um, the... I mean, yeah, there are little bits, there are a little, little bits in choreography <laughs> yeah. that were, um, they're a bit off. And I think she's a bit early because she's a bit excited. Or when you're early in your movements, you're just over anticipating the mm-hmm. next movements. And, and then you start to do it a bit fast or a bit earlier. And there are little moments that, you know, we, we did see that. Yeah. But overall, Denim had great energy. Mm-hmm. Denim had good spirit. And, and this was about vibe. Yeah. Her 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 genre, her era, and the style of the era, which gospel is all about. Yeah, yeah, more and more. It's about I energy, she good energy, energy. Vibe. She yeah. did good energy. Yeah. Dina did a great job. Now, having seen everything, I want to say, first of all, congratulations to all of the girls. This great was a job, great girls. This was a very good rusical. I thought so too. I thought so too. I think overall it's gonna be hard to think of who's in the bottom. Mm. Very, very good comp- performances overall. I have two clear front runners. Go on. It is Melinda yeah. and Nera. I agree. And if I had to edge one of them out for the win, it would be Nera. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think, I to me, I think Nera has won this episode. I guess, really, we've got six girls. So we're going to kind of have three girls in the top, three girls in the bottom. Who'd be your other one to put in the top, therefore, by default, creating a bottom three the other one i would put at the top is i find i find it's really hard i find that hard it will be who we got aurora who did the ballet comedy we have kiki who did the cabaret jazz Mm -hmm. we had den maybe denim for me it's probably between denim or aurora um and this is just my perspective like denim gave a great performance good energy good acting aurora i think she did a great job with one of the most challenging pieces see for me it's between my that third spot in the top was between denim and Kiki, well, because Kiki, Kiki too. had... This is why it's a difficult episode to judge, well, I'm afraid. Kiki did it. I mean, they made a big deal of her losing her hat, and then the little bits of it, they were a bit, you know, off. Mm. But she did have a big role. There was a big part, and I think the majority of her performance was great. Mm-hmm. If, if they want to nitpick, they can find flaws in this performance, but... Overall, I think that she did a great job. I will give this last one to Denim. My, okay. my top spot to Denim. And then that leaves us with with a, a bottom three. Um, again, it's just really difficult because all the girls were great. Yeah. But if you've got a top three, by default, you've got a bottom three. Now, Tom, last week there was no runway. So I was you devastated. <laughs> I am excited. But before we go into the runway, I've got to say how beautiful Brooke looks today. Bloody I hell. Mean, I mean, she looks beautiful every week, but this is just particularly top tier drag. Um, it's usually the same. Does I'll have to check online in a bit, but it's usually the same. Oh no, hang on. I'm pre- sorry, I have seen who the designer was because this look was obviously aired on Instagram a few days ago, and it's her usual designer who goes by the name Art to Fashion, and he's just incredibly talented. I was also thinking to to be Brooklyn and to be on the drag race in the workroom talking to the girls in the run through mm. one by one. So, um, what era of me? 
are you playing? And why? Okay, I would have done this a bit more like this because you know this is me. Yeah, and this music, this whole episode is about me. Yeah, how? I mean, girl, my essence girl. is really challenging to capture actually because I'm so unique. Yeah, um, so work on that. Yeah. Don't let me down. Yeah, it's actually me. <laughs> and the, if the let, other judges don't matter. Uh, you have to impress me. This is my musical. If you let me down, you're letting Canada down. The runway category is always the bridesmaid. Tom, take it away. After all, this is Brooke's special day. Um, so first, it's day- my special day. <laughs> Do you think but- that's why? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know, but it's a um, it's a special musical, isn't it? So, so they've got a bridal theme because it's a special day. So um, uh, first we have Melinda. I think this is a lovely look. Um, uh, it's a really bright scarlet kind of tulle affair, um, giving a bit more like sexy mother of the bride maybe than bridesmaid but that's that's a nitpick because i think she looks great it reminds me of some looks designed by kazepi that were worn by hannah conda trancy the turk it's kind of like in that wheelhouse i gotta compliment her makeup today i think she's been taking a few tips she's warmed it up with the blusher and she seems less metallic oh MUA um, yeah. and Doctor. That's me. <laughs> I love I love this look. It's beautiful. She she really does play like the drunk auntie well. She's really good energy. I love the performance yeah. too. Aurora. Aurora is giving us Tim Burton, not Corpse Bride, but Corpse Bride's Maid. Um, really beautiful presentation. I really love this. The makeup is exquisite and just like immediately evokes Tim Burton characters. Um, the dress itself reminds me of a recent Comme des Garçons dress, actually, with those kind of uh, the invitations that she's pinned to it. Really lovely presentation. I love the movement of it as she goes down the catwalk and the performance, too. She looks great. Yeah. It's a great look. Yeah. What about Miss Kiki Koa? This is a really beautiful dress, and that's what we come to expect from Kiki. Uh, I do appreciate the comedy of her giving kind of always the bridesmaid, kind of like the world's oldest bridesmaid kind yes. of thing. Um, really fun. But just like the dress itself is exquisite, very sort of duo-esque silhouette. I love the ombre going from the kind of fuchsia to the white. Um it reminds me a little bit of that Michael Cinco dress that J-Lo wore. Can't remember the event, um, but she just looks really beautiful. Um, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. She's stunning. She never, she ever moment. will disappoint on the runway. No. That's just who she is. What about Near Enough with that humongous umbrella? <laughs> is it a parasol? Shade. It's um, a parasol. I think uh, Nira is fulfilling the brief really well because she's giving us like a classic 80s um, uh, bridesmaid dress. Um, I remember my sister wearing several dresses like this. There are plenty of photos like that of of her wearing them. Uh, Very kind of like frou-frou, sort of frilly, silk and tulle. Um, I, I like how she's leaned into like a camp fun presentation rather than going for obvious beauty here. What if we hear behind the scene? She's like, I'm going for glamour today. <laughs> today I'm going for glamour. I really want to show off my This means so much skills. to me because yeah. I've never looked so beautiful. This is my day. I'm yeah. always bride's baby, but I want to steal the show. And here you, reading her for filth. Wow, Tom. Wow. <laughs> okay, we've got Venus. I think this is really, really beautiful. Um, so I think the storyline here is something like she's caught the bouquet so many times that she's coming as the bouquet. Um, the whole 
thing from top to toe is really, really gorgeous. I mean, obviously, the focal point is the big floral collar, um, which makes reminds me of that Pokemon Florges, mm-hmm. you know, that beautiful, glamorous fairy type. Um, so really gorgeous. I mean, the theme is more like orchid, the, you know, the color and everyone's just carrying an orchid when she came out or a lily rather. Um, and it reminds me of a dress from, was it 2018? Moschino did that floral runway. Um, and I love what she, the, the headpiece as well. I think this is really stunning. I love the way the colors play off each other. The kind of spring green and the, the blush pink. Just really yeah. gorgeous. Let's just call her for what it is. She had an outfit and she made it fit the theme. I are don't we, know. Are we mad about it? No, because this is an amazing look. She's quite conceptual, you know, when you look at her breakdowns of her thought processes of the looks on Instagram. She's quite conceptual. And I I, I do I do believe this is created for this runway. Okay. I well, do believe that. Venus, could you please message us yes. and let us know, um, did you have it already or was this conceptualized specifically Thank you, for our, this moment? Our social media manager is standing by. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you, it does give me flawless vibes. Yeah. Now we got denim. This is cute. Really cute. I mean, this is, this is classic denim, really. Um, you know, she's gone for like a really fun concept and created this sort of mini dress out of the, um, the what do you call them, garters. Um, so I, I love, I love the fact that she just like picked out this this bridal feature and created a whole outfit of it. And you have got the bows down the back, giving that Victor and Rolf runway with all the bows. Um, I, I, yeah, fun performance too. I think she looks super cute. Love the pastels. Yeah, I, I love the look. I really do. Because, you know, whenever I think about, you know, bridesmaids, usually the bride will get them to dress up in something really out there and, you know, ugly as to not upstage the bride. Yeah. So I believe that this is something that a bride will make her bridesmaids wear <laughs> in that comical element. Do you know what I mean? So I, I love that. that I, I think she's playing to that as well. Yeah. Which is your favorite outfit on the runway? My favorite is Venus. Yeah. Yeah. Although Kiki looks really beautiful as well. My they all look great, but those are my top two. My f- See, Venus is my favorite as well. It's just bloody, it's, it's sexy, but like, I'm wondering if it fits the theme. My favorite outfit is Venus. You're right. Okay, who's going home? Who's won? For me, the winner is Nira. You won the Max Challenge. You, another, you're another. you very lucky. Two lip sync performances <laughs> challenges in a row. Nira won this week. If not Nira, it's Melinda. Yeah. Who's lip syncing, in my opinion? It will be Venus and it will be Kiki. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's see what the other judges think. Or Aurora. The thing is that the, the two girls who, you know... Not that anybody struggled, not that they did a bad job, but who just didn't kind of like hit the top in the performance have mm. actually got the best runway looks. Yeah. And also for those who went for a more riskier part, it pays off when you do it well, doesn't mm. it? Congratulations, Aurora. Aurora won. Con- um, congratulations, congratulations, Aurora. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see that well, at all. The judges did. So um, um, there we go. Yeah, I, I didn't. We, I'm not Aurora. If you're listening, we love you. <laughs> you know that. If you listen to every episode, we love you. Absolutely but I, I didn't her. see that this week. This was. I feel if I was nearer, I'd be a bit pissed off. If I was Melinda, I'd be a bit pissed off. Well, it was unfair that Melinda was put in the bottom. I think because she was technically in the bottom three, although she was excused very quickly, which shows that they didn't really think she should be there. Um, I think the critiques were uneven because the. 
the, they said to Nira, you doing this. They did a very shady edit of showing her against her moves that she did last week. But they didn't give Venus the same critique. Yeah. I wonder with Aurora if it was in recognition of her having the hardest job to do. And yeah. she did She did okay. keep it together and, and do an overall great job. Um, but there we go. Those are the results. But that means that Kiki and Denim are in the bottom this week. And that I didn't see as well. Because if I had to be very honest, I would have put Venus as a lip syncer this week. Yeah. And I, um, like you just said, they were quick to give that feedback about repetition Mm -hmm. to Nira, but we didn't, but if if anything, they praised Venus and it's, it's taking me right back to episode one where Mm. I felt like she was getting, you know, they like Venus a lot. We like Venus a lot, but the, the judges like, if there's a chance to, to kind of protect Venus a little bit, they do go for it, definitely. Which I felt was unfair. Yeah. And I don't I don't agree with anything that they said about Denim. I'm sorry. Denim did a great I job this week. I agree with you, yeah. I, I felt like it was very unfair. I'm really... Yeah, I, no. Just no. And <laughs> Kiki being the bottom, I can see it. But then at the same time, I don't because... I just I'm, I don't they, see it. They no. nitpicked at the half they, thing they, and stuff. Then yeah, they nitpicked. Then they nitpicked their one little thing, and then the majority of the performance is just like they throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. Do you know? What? It's like it's like it's not it's not valid anymore because of that hat thing, which I would have put down to a choreographer. Yeah, I would have. I would have put some of the blame on Hollywood Jade for oh. why would you put a hat on someone and expect them to <laughs> Take be kind that of Hollywood do you know what Jade? I mean? But then, for, as a choreographer, it's your your job is to know this. Your job is to know this stuff. When there is, like, for example, when when there's props and especially when there's hats involved mm-hmm. in a performance, I can tell you now before we go on stage, I'm seeing girls stitching. They mm-hmm. are stitching that hat to that head because you know when you're wearing a loose hat there is a chance you don't want that chance to happen but there's a chance it's going to go off Mm. so if in the middle of a performance you're putting a hat on you need to make sure that there's a way that it's going to be secured either with choreography with a hand on it Mm -hmm. or you just don't do it but, yeah, I anyway. just I felt I felt it was unfair. Looking at the lip sync for me, yeah. if I choose the winner of the lip sync, my eyes a lot of the time did go to Kiki, who I felt got the vibe of it. Denim was giving a giving lots. They were both great tricks and stuff, wasn't she? I, I would agree with you that both did a good job, but Kiki got the vibe of the song a bit better, yeah. I think, and managed some little comedic moments and. Uh, Denim pulled out some some fab little tricks and stunts and things, but maybe didn't connect with the music as much. Yeah. Now, Denim's been saved, so congratulations for surviving, but it is sad to see Kiki go. Indeed it is. Um, we love Kiki a lot. One of the best runaway packages we've yeah. seen um, on any season. Really sweet queen as well. Mm. Um, so I'm glad we got to see this much of her. But yeah. it's, the competition's getting tight now. and We're left with our top five. And next week is a makeover. And it looks like their loved ones are coming to join. Oh, them. Kiki. I know going she would have smashed really? it. Kiki I know, leaving right. before a makeover. Are you right. having a laugh? Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be an emotionally charged episode next week. It will be. Which is unusual for a makeover, actually. It's unusual. So make sure that you join us. And also, if if we don't hear from you or you don't hear from us, everyone... (laughs) 
have an amazing end of the year. Please yes. be safe. Um, yeah. Please have a great time. Drink, drink till you drop. Don't drink <laughs> till you don't drop. Yes, yes. But make sure you're you're eat, eat be gluttonous, be happy, <laughs> or don't be gluttonous. Just just have an amazing end of the year, and we're gonna see you guys in the new year with. Of course, more podcasts, more content, and more love and respect from us to the Queens and to you. Absolutely. So sending lots of love and, and peace to everyone. And thanks, everybody, for, for listening. Yeah. If you've been here since the beginning of the year or joined us midway through the year, thank well, you then so, we're so sorry. much. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, no, but thank you so much. Um, you know, every message we get, every bit of communication, we love it. We love to hear from you guys. Mm. And we, we love that our inane rambling continue to entertain in some way Absolutely. but um, there'll be lots going on in the new year obviously there'll be the last few episodes of of canada season 16 is starting up absolutely um, we've seen uk versus the world who has been just announced. announced and um i was very entertained by a tweet from kate butch because she's because they announced that there's actually for the first time in a uk season there's going to be a cash prize kate right. butch said um the, the season five um, group chat has gone off after finding out the season that was filmed back to back with us. Could you imagine? Could Poor you Ginger imagine? Johnson. Could you imagine Ginger having just one and then mm. they're like, okay, now we're going to give money. Yeah. Really? Bless. Really? But, a couple um, of seconds after I won. I imagine that'll be out towards the end of January. So we're going to be on two episodes a week for a little while. Oh, you lucky bunch. <laughs> Oh, poor you. Oh, oh, yeah, you. yeah. Either way, either way, okay? Yeah, pick pick your poison. Yeah, yeah. No, but we are grateful. Thank you very much uh, for listening yeah. and for helping the podcast grow. It's It's been great. We're very, you know, it's very humbling. In the words but of... But also, um, we're now arrogant. <laughs> now we're now... As, as we may have detected, but in the words of Bjork, we are grateful grapefruit. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. And everyone join us next year. This is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Happy New Year's. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.